How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about the very interesting topic of spiral dynamics. What? Yes, what is right? Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about what it even means and ask a whole lot of questions because it is a very interesting thing. Uh, we'll be talking about where we think we are along the spiral and we'll take part in a thought experiment where we bring humanity up and down the different colors. It will make more sense later on. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. There are a few things that I want to talk about before we get into this this thought experiment that we want to, um, you know, dive ourselves into. Right. Um, the first thing, and friends, you can touch on this too. This is a model. Okay, this is just a model. Um, we, it's a model because, uh, you know, it's not absolute, and human evolution is not. It's it's so complicated. You can't. It can't be just brought down or watered down to a model so mm -hmm. uh this is just a model spiral dynamics is a model you can look it up it's really interesting though but we'll talk about it today <laughs> the thing about spiral dynamics it doesn't mean if you identify with one color over the other and we'll talk about that more too it doesn't mean that you're just there uh we have tendencies to be in one color over the other at times and uh the i think the number one thing i want to point out right now is if you actually if you listen to this podcast and you go into the the deeper depths of each color and this whole spiral dynamics all together you will realize that it's very life-changing now I, like friends what do you think do you think that this kind of topic this spiral dynamics can change one's life so so much i think when you when you like first hear about it and first go into it and read about what it is you're gonna be like oh, okay this is just uh you know some model somebody kind of made up and i guess it will help a little bit uh but then when you really look into it uh it might be it might be really i don't know it might be like really really life-changing it depends on how 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 much you want to define yourself by like the ideas that you put in your head but th these this is like a really interesting idea what i'm saying it's a really interesting mm -hmm. idea yeah yeah obviously it's like you'd have to do it yourself like I, i'm just saying that it's life-changing if you choose choose to look into it and like choose to really understand it but obviously it's not going to be life-changing for everyone mm -hmm. so um yeah it's uh just a model that we just follow along so uh before again before we go into the thought experiment i think it's important to lay lay a base of understanding for everyone uh, for the colors that we've talked about the first so spiral dynamics goes from one it, it follows evolution of humanity uh, they go from you know what we were primitive to what we are now and there are different types of consciousness in the world and the first kind of consciousness that that came about um, in the beginning of spiral dynamics is beige color it, and beige is all about survival it's very survivalistic and it brings up uh later on it'll bring up the differences between i and we and beige is very i thinking it's how can i survive how can i live through this um yeah Wait, what's interesting francis did you get when you took the test to see which one you were 
Did you get beige? I thought you said, oh, what did you get? Uh, I got like six, small part. 6% purple. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not get purple. beige, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, purple, it's, it's good that you did get We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can, see the, I can see the benefit of having a little bit of that inside of you because I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, you just have, you just have like that one goal sometimes of just wanting some like food or something. And sometimes that's like, a, <laughs> that's a good thing to have, you know, very direct. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, people, uh, who just choose to live in the woods to live away from society kind of feed into that beige because beige is primitive. Like it's very, very primitive. And a lot of people like that kind of lifestyle because that's what they think humans were made to made to do is to live um on the earth and to use the resources around them for themselves and like it, it's more it gets evolved later on once we go down the spiral but yeah i th- i think yeah then we move on to purple and again this i versus we uh changes here so in pr- beige it's i in purple it's all about community and we um, they ask things like, why do things happen in a very basic, basic way, like uh, fire or <laughs> maybe not fire. I feel like it's beige, but um, they ask things, why things happen. Uh, they feed into magic and spirits, uh, knowledge. Um, Native Americans were very a purple society. Now, I'm curious, why Why do you think you got a purple, 6% purple? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like... I don't know. It's it's an interesting fact. It's an interesting thing to think about because I, I uh, when I thought that I was like, oddly this makes sense, because magic is so cool, you know, and and like, you know, I uh, I I identify with uh, Harry Potter at times, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's like <laughs> it's interesting to think about that that you know human or things can be explained by th- things that are mystical and like, mm-hmm. uh, otherworldly. And like Lord of the Rings, you can bring that up and how they got magic in there. And it's like, it's, it's all very cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that the word mystical is used because that's kind of what the purple societies are like. It's very, everything around them is uh, mystical. You know, you can bring it up to magic and spirits. And yeah. Um, now we moved on to red and red brings back that eye. So you're noticing a pattern now it goes i we i we so it, that kind of like it follows that same kind of pattern so red is very i um it brings up egocentric uh for those friends do you know anything about egocentricism centricism i think i think a little bit like you just you have uh, yourself and you hold that as the highest thing yeah and everything should kind of bend to you in order for you to get where you need to go that's that's better explained than what i'm looking at right now so yeah i won't even say what i'm saying (laughs) but that that's pretty much it so um for those who are wondering how i'm getting all this information we've read uh wikipedia i watched a few videos on explaining more about each color so that I'll, i'll put a link in the description of this episode so that if you guys are curious you can check it out call me out if i'm wrong on anything uh, so, so red is ego, egocentric, brings up egocentricism and red dominant. So during, during the time when a uh, red was bringing up 
was being brought up, it kind of like it brought up really fast because uh, when it went from purple to red, purple communities, uh, when they started to go into red, they're thinking like, how can we control the people? Like they, we, they don't want them to go too wild, too free. So they brought up red where it's I and it's, it's actually the idea is us versus them. It, it goes into hierarchy. Examples of this is the Roman Empire, Athens, and Sparta. So if you can think of those, one of those three or all three of them, those are very red societies. The world was very red during those times when they dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing to take from there is the us versus them because that, that is brought up again later. But the us versus them is we are, it's almost, they treat the us as humans and them as animals, like the outside world. So that's how um, the resources were very sparse, sparse, or whatever, how you pronounce that. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, Wait, so, you so you for, didn't get any red. No, I didn't. My question I, is, like, for the purple to the red society, um, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, it, it's really interesting how the the model, like, evolves a sense of, a sense of, like, community and a, a shared kind of idea idealism to one of to one of strength through the individual ah interesting yeah i think it's like i think it's really interesting that it's like that step has been made because i'm thinking like who who is the original like i'm thinking who is the original person who thought that okay this is dumb what we're doing like dancing around a fire uh you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna go out kind of develop my own muscles and go kill something and let's see if that works, you know, and that's how the red, that's how the red kind of came about. And that's kind of just interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, then after red, they, we go into a blue society and blue is back on that community. It's a we. However, the thing about blue and we, it's, it's, it's very interesting because um, the one thing about blue, it's very absolute. It's absolute and authoritarian. Authority, yeah, and it's all about obeying, obeying God, obeying traditions. Um, if you're familiar with the word dogma, it, blue blue society is very, very dogma, um, heavily religious. And again, with the us versus them, they feed into that idea. When you're, if you're outside of the group, if you're outside of group thinking, you're in the bad water, like, and it's bad because God will punish you. So that's the biggest thing about blue is it, they're very very absolute and when i took the test apparently i'm 33 percent blue um which was interesting and th- what i i looked into it a little bit more it's because blue is very they they went into morality um there's a difference between morality and ethics but blue is very moral they believed in like the morality morality in the bible and uh I'm not saying we're not saying that being a blue society is bad at all. It just it just so happens that a lot of bad things come out of blue societies. Uh, and okay, so this might sound bad, but like Nazi Germany was a mix of blue and red society. Uh, so if you can think about it like that, Ben Shapiro, um, Republican Party is very blue. I'm always thinking in terms of like the evolution that happened between the between yeah the colors. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that in order for a red society to be tamed, I think it all has to do with taming something when it comes mm. to like the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then, uh, so from 
from beige to purple, like maybe purple is trying to tame uncertainty, whereas when yep. beige, one is uh, a person in the beige kind of thinking would be like thinking about food and maybe there would be uncertainties to as to whether or not they would have food or their next meal or, you know, uh, their livelihood was always at stake. Purple would always say that, uh, you know, it, it it's okay. Don't worry about it because there's gods out there who are probably looking out for you if you do something. And then when you go to red, it's like saying you're trying to tame these lunatics and you're trying to say that, okay, there's, so, there's something that we can do rather than, uh, like they're trying to tame God almost egocentric it's like it's like saying that uh, we don't need to rely on these rely on these mystical beliefs of these things that are going to give us something we can rely on ourselves and uh develop ourselves so that we can get the things that we need right that's red and then from blue to from red from to blue. red to yeah. blue blue is trying to tame those people who because uh, they saw yeah, the problem morality of, yeah of people who are too powerful uh doing the wrong things and screwing people over. So then they're, they're saying that there's a, there's a more correct way to live, even if you're the strongest person out there. Yep. And so then it Perfectly brings order, said. order to, to, uh, to strength. So that strength becomes useful. Yeah. The, the yeah. one, th the one problem, however, with blue is that the fact that it's so absolute, um, you know, when we talked about, when we talked about immunity and we discovered that, maybe absolute immunity doesn't exist. I'm just kind of draw a parallel here. Um, blue is very absolute and they never, they don't question things because of the absolutism. I don't know if that's a word either, but fuck, fuck it. Um, now we move on to orange and orange walks away from that herd thinking again. And it's all about I and orange society is the society that we're actually living in right now. If you live in America or Canada um, there's tons of other countries out there that's very, that's orange society, but those are just the ones that come to mind right now. Um, I dominates the modern world, or, or sorry, orange dominates the modern world. Very I thinking it's all about prosperity, being free, democracy com comes out of, um, orange. Uh, I brought up the thing about ethics versus morality and orange is more about ethics. Although religion can live within orange society, um, yeah, they it's, it can still live, but it's not like the main thing for an orange an orange thinker. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that comes out of orange is the idea of to have stuff, like winning in life. Your, your life report card is to have. The things that you have in your life is what decides if you had a good life or a bad life. And another thing is science and rational thinking and progression comes out of an orange society. You work hard and... Uh, you're nimble and you're smart. You get what you get what you need or you get what you want. You get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. So I feel like I never thought about that, but orange society is all about, it feeds into the wants. Like if you want something, you have to go and get it and you have to work hard to get it. So yeah. And uh, it's very easy to talk about orange because we live in an orange society and we experience it every single day. And uh, yeah, so the, but now, although I say that orange society is, the most dominant thing right now we're also it's also a mix of orange and green uh, orange is very capitalistic and green is very socialist uh so so we move on to green and green is back on that community us thinking um they 
they are aware of the suffering in the world. They understand that it's happening. They're all about harmony and acceptance. And they realize that success and money does not equal happiness. They're very anti-authority. Socialism, like I said before, a couple countries that come to mind is Sweden and Denmark. Um, mm. Hippies also are very green. <laughs> okay. The green society also becomes very dogmatic. They go back into that dogmatic pattern. Um, do you know anything about uh, dogma, Francis? Uh, I think I searched it up one time before. No, not really. Not really. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just read what it says in, on Google. Dogma in the broad sense is any belief held unquestioningly. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. That's my phone. Um, and with undefended certainty. That's dogma. Mm. Okay. So that's a green society. Uh, they are focused on feeling, but the problem is they they lack action. They feed into group thinking, which goes into dogma again. Ooh. And another bad thing about uh, green is they they use cancel cancel culture to um, tear people down. And uh, you know me, like I've said this on the podcast before, that I hate that we have cancel culture. Yeah, so don't like that. That's yeah. That is tier one of the spiral dynamics. There are two more colors, but they are in tier two. So before we move on to that, Francis, any thoughts so far? I think it's interesting so far. That's all I <laughs> okay. can say, really. I think, I think okay. like this is a really, really cool way of looking at society and thinking about uh, where, you, where you are, like thinking there's an actual, uh, I don't know, hierarchy to how you think mm. is kind of an yeah. interesting thing. Uh, so yeah, let's keep going. So, um, before we continue, I just want to point out again that people have tendencies to be in one or the other at certain times. Uh, me personally, uh, when I took the test, I was 66% orange, 33% blue and 33% yellow. And we'll get into yellow in just a bit here. But Francis, would you like to share what you got? Uh, yeah, so I got 6% purple. I am one of the <laughs> mystics. <laughs> I like to <laughs> dance around a campfire. <laughs> All very uh, fun to me, I guess. Well, at least 6% to me. 13% uh, orange, okay. 26% green, 26% yellow, and then 26% turquoise. We're, while we're recording this, I don't actually know if this is going to be true or not, but I feel like this episode's going to be a little bit longer than all the other episodes because we're going to do a thought experiment, which is totally new on this podcast. Although we've you know tried to create new theories, like for example, beauty, the beauty episode. Uh, this episode in particular, we're going to do a thought experiment um, before we continue, however, why don't we take a quick break? Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nice. we'll be back right after this. And we are back. So before the break, I mentioned um, tier two and tier one. So the main difference between tier two and tier one is all the colors, beige, purple, red, blue, orange, and green are tier one because they think about why they are better than all the other other colors um you know they think they they think they're on top of another color if we just think of an example is w green might like not like blue thinking because of that you know or sorry orange might not like blue thinking because orange is all about i how can i be better how can i prosper 
while blue is you, know, you have to follow God and morality and obey. Green might look down on orange because orange is all about again like prosperity, and because of that, you know the earth is being harmed. And green is just like okay, maybe you should relax. It's not about it's not about that. It's all about achieving happiness, and um, you know helping the earth and understanding other people. So they are all clashing with each other, and tier two is tier two looks at all that and say maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't be clashing with one another, and that's how we get into yellow. So. Yellow, Francis, do you want to explain a little bit of this? Okay, I'll try my best. I have it in front of sure. me on Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh I'll go through the, I'll go through the bullets and then try and uh just think to my think out loud about what I think is is going on here. Uh okay, so yellow. What it says here is the systemic mm. flex flow. Ooh. Mm. Accept the inevitability of nature's flows and forms. Uh, focus on functionality, competence, flexibility, and spontaneity. Interesting. Okay, so then find natural mix of conflicting truths and uncertainties. Discovering personal freedom without harm to others or excesses of self-interest. Okay. Experience fullness of living on an earth of such diversity in multiple dimensions. Okay, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then demand integrative and open systems. Integrative and open systems. That's cool. I'm learning about, um, so one of the courses I have right now is project management. And one of the big parts of being a project manager um, is integrating all of these different aspects of the job that you have to do, like thinking about costs, thinking about timelines, uh, HR, like hiring the right people, uh, thinking about quality and everything, and integrating that all together to deliver a project that is uh, of of quality um mm. and so and so what this is saying i like the word integrative because it kind of incorporates that and it says that uh pretty much there's there's a world that we live in i think in the yellow kind of thing is that there's a world that we live in uh, there's a bunch of concepts that are really really complex and they form their own kinds of fields uh and that makes everybody, you know, kind of separate, but that we have to integrate it all because it is all one world. Yes. And I think, I think kind of the scientific, uh, parallel of this would be to have like a, a grand unifying theory and maybe physics where everything just makes sense with each other because like where, it, where it is now, the math just doesn't add up when you have different theories coming from different places. And if we have that one thing that makes everything just make sense altogether that would be nice and i think that would kind of have a parallel for the yellow society um i just want to point out i just want to point out that like the integrativeness <laughs> i can't say words today but that <laughs> that idea is actually like it perfectly explains the difference between tier one and tier two because tier one is um all these people have other ideas but mine's better where tier two is like it takes that and into consideration and says that you're not better than the other. It's just you have better, you have one value or you have multiple things that are good. And these guys have a multiple things that are good. And how can we bring these two together? That's kind of like a yellow society. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, second tier thinking. Yeah, to build on that, I was actually, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Like I was thinking before when I was saying like uh, that, you know, I guess in the tier one thing, I was saying that, okay, this, this color 
it's trying to control the the past one yeah right and then the red yes. one is trying to control the purple blue tame control, yeah tame. trying to tame it and then yeah. in the second tier obviously which is where i totally agree is that they're just accepting the previous tiers as they are and building on them and saying that there's there's value in all that stuff and all we have to do now is just put it all together and try and figure out figure out a way for it to really just just benefit us and uh i like i like the word here spontaneity because it's assuming that in this kind of way of thinking in this in this in this world um everything is just going to be at your fingertips so whenever you need it all of the information that kind of coalesces and just makes this this nice this nice uh this nice world of information for you you can just uh you can just access it mm-hmm. and and control it and and um i guess yeah it requires some effort it definitely requires some effort there because you'd still need to find ways to to organize all of this information and at the end of the day it's still information that's that's being added to but it's there and the fact that it's unified and integrated with everything is is uh is super beneficial for this yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like the thing about yellow society is because is we are actually moving towards it now the world is still dominated by orange and green thinking but we're looking most people now are transcending into yellow society um now uh, I don't know how well this pairs with what it says on Wikipedia, but I can say what it has in front of me. Tier two is yellow. It starts off with yellow. Everything is not black and white. It asks the question, why? Um, just like in tier ones where it's I and us, uh, green is community thinking. And when it transcends, transcends into yellow, it's n- it's the it's the first kind of I that is not actually about myself. It's not actually about the person. It goes... Um, it's the most selfless I It's how can I change the world for the better. So it looks at the greater systems at play and seek to change the system so that no problems occur from, you know, take racism as an example, instead of saying someone is racist and like punishing them, yellow thinking looks at that racism or looks at the racist person, asks the question, why, why is this person racist? Then follows the system, follows the patterns um, and then try to solve the root of the problem so that nothing grows out of it. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's They're really all about cool. understanding everything. Philosophers uh, are very um, are yellow thinkers. Uh, and, oh, another thing about yellow thinkers is that they actually, they can activate another color within them. When they think they need to be blue thinking, they can activate that thinking when they step out of that they step they're not attached to a color they can step out of it and think of the something um as that color and then try to solve it with another color you know so yeah yellow thinking Mm -hmm. sick yeah okay shall we move on to turquoise okay okay so this this is the basis of our whole thought experiment now, before we like really get into this, just a quick explanation of what turquoise is. It's all about, it brings back uh, from I to us. So it's now an us. It's instead of community, however, just like all the tier ones about community. The problem with community is that you can be community A, there's still going to be a community B and they can still clash with each other. So 
Turquoise is about unity, not community. Unity with the whole world, experiencing the wholeness of existence. And the, here's the biggest thing. There is no more ego. Ego-centric, um, the I is no longer present in a turquoise society. Um, everything, every action, every thought is for everything outside of oneself. That is, that is the most difficult thing about this. Now, I just want to point out, I think, I think we are starting to get into the thought experiment here, Francis. What do you think? Yeah. Just yeah. that, just that sentence, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What is your first thought about a turquoise society? What comes to mind? Um, what comes to mind is that we live for just, yeah, I guess just what we need. Um, I'm thinking in terms of how it even evolves from yellow. I think yellow is pretty cool. I think it's, uh, I think it's really good. Uh, when you're talking before about the, the first principles kinds of thinking and really just not thinking in terms of an immediate formula, something that's been developed already and then, and then, and then used for this specific purpose. What it does instead is goes into why that formula even is that way to begin with all the way back to the first principles and analyzing that for any, any, anything useful and then building it mm -hmm. from there and, um, yeah. and doing that in the instant. But then turquoise, you don't need that. It's just like direct you. Everybody knows what to do because it's all just, it's all just not you. It's for everybody else. And like, yeah. And that society, I guess it's just, I guess it's just instant. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the one problem I don't know if it's a problem, but the one issue that I have with turquoise is the fact that there is no more ego. Like that's, that's terrifying in my opinion, because when there's no more ego, like uh, I can't imagine that, like not having an ego anymore, because then you're not, you're no longer thinking about me. Like you're literally only thinking about like the earth universe. Um, it's outside of yourself. That's the only, every action and every thought is all about uh, the existence. It's not about you anymore. I say, I don't understand that. But you got a 26% when you took the test. You're 26% turquoise, which is amazing. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. how? <laughs> How'd you do that? I don't that? know. It's, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe I was looking at them and I was thinking, hmm, like, like if this is the, if this is a world where this could happen, you wouldn't really have to you wouldn't really have to like think per se you just you just be doing the right thing all the time and you'd just be happy for it that might be like you know the you know like in in the matrix there's like that red pill and the blue pill i don't know the difference i forgot what the what which one was but like there's a the one where you get you get the one where it's like you get all the information and you learn the I think truth that's red pill. That's the red pill? Okay. And then the blue pill is the one where you just, you're just content with yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. So I think the blue pill is turquoise in a sense where you're just doing the do, but there's nothing, there's no, there's no truth that you have to uncover that like that blows everything up and, and shows you that like everything is bad and that you're getting controlled by aliens because it's not there. It's just, <laughs> it's just good. Right. And you're just content with it all the time. And I think in a society like that, even if you weren't the guy who orchestrated it all and you were just part of it, that'd be pretty fulfilling. And in that society as well, 
if you were to think about information as one of your main your main goals and one of the one of the bigger ways that uh that you gain importance from being a human and just knowing a lot of things i feel like in a turquoise society as well you'd be able to do that so you know a lot of things you'd be super content you'd have what you need uh you're living minimally so you're not really encroaching on anybody else's wealth or their needs or wants and and you're just living living life and i think that's pretty cool and maybe like the fact that I think that's pretty cool and that's pretty nice is uh, why I got 26%. You, I like that you brought up the red pill versus blue pill uh, because I think uh, turquoise society is actually taking the red pill first, which is, you know, the yellow society, and then taking the blue pill. Because once you've taken the red pill, you know the truths, you know the systems, and the blue pill is like, okay, I'm content now, uh, but there's something I can still do. I don't know if that's part of the blue pill, but there's something I can still do. And that brings up, for me, that brings up the idea that yellow is um, all about thinking and turquoise is all about doing. Yeah, that was a good, that, that was a big part of how we were planning this. And I totally agree. Um, I like that you said that. Yeah, thinking and then doing because you don't have to think in turquoise. There are a lot of, so the one thing that we, discussed when we were planning this is let's say the one of the biggest problems that i found with turquoise is how do you know you are doing something good uh how do you know like your action let's say your intention is all good but your action or your the consequence of your action turns out being bad what do you think as a turquoise society what would they do to someone that does something like that oh yes (laughs) <laughs> this is a yeah. tough question because we we were like we were trying to we were trying to think about how uh in a turquoise society yeah because there would be no ego um yeah that would mean that everybody would essentially be colluding with each other like I, I'm, I'm bringing this right now into like uh the these ec- economic thinking points and saying that in the turquoise society nobody would be encroaching on anybody else's kind of kind of business if everybody was in a business and and you know you treated the earth like this one big business when other people decide that they want more than another person then it takes away from everybody's then it takes away from everybody else's uh collective wealth and in a turquoise society uh you would it would be the social norm not to do that but then if one person starts to take more than what they needed or i love i love uh i love your example of like of of uh death oh yeah 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 you can yeah i want i really want you to talk about that but like uh, i'll just of finish death. this thought really really quick okay yes yeah okay i'll, I'll explain it later like i yeah. get you going and then okay. so so then if you were that one person who did this selfish act um, that would sp- spur everybody else to do the selfish act within the turquoise society because um, for survival's sake, you don't want to be the guy who's being screwed over because in a turquoise society, everybody has what they need, right? And that's it. And everybody's content with that. And um, they'd, I'd assume, be using all of the resources that they they would otherwise be splurging on 
or like having a surplus of for more important things like i don't know instead of using the carbon or the nitrogen in the in the in the food that we eat uh and making like fields on fields of corn to make like candy that we don't need we we'd be using <laughs> those materials for like a rocket ship or something i don't know and then but then if you were the person who if you were that one person in the, in the turquoise society who took more food ate an extra chocolate bar and, be, and took it away from somebody else who needed it then everybody would be on this massive like on this massive wave to only take what they need because people are dying and uh you don't want to die yourself yeah and that w- it, it's kind of like a virus in a sense so then we made that we made that kind of uh uh like parallel analogy. between yeah yeah the analogy of the world and a, a human body and how maybe one person who kind of took what they took more than what they were allowed was like a cancer cell and that it would spread because they just had they just had this one lapse in judgment and it caused the whole system to kind of crumble as a result so the ori- going back to the original question of like fuck I, I i kind of forgot what it was already but like i don't know like like the the problem with turquoise a turquoise society and if there um, ever, ever would be one is that what it was no i the question was what happens to someone if they become like selfish or if they make an act that was wrong okay yeah that would happen yeah i think yeah. And, and oh yeah the and the and the example which is what you were talking about was that uh, bringing it further than a chocolate bar say somebody uh say somebody was and this is more likely right this is more likely which is why i love that you brought it up say somebody was faced with saving this one person who is about to get run over or something and they said that yo i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sacrifice my own life for this person that is against this turquoise thinking because it's exactly like, yeah and I don't know if you want to if you want to build on that idea, but that was your idea, which is like really good. I think. I think the only the best way to look at this is the there's only been one person. Uh, you can you know there's other people that you can look to, but there's only been one person that truly 100% embodies um, turquoise thinking. Jesus. It, it might not. It might be a surprise to some people, but Jesus was turquoise all the way through. No, no part of him. He was never, there was no ego part in any decision. So if you want to think of a turquoise society, think of every single person being like Jesus. So if we go back to that death kind of example, if a car is about to run over someone, if you, what would Jesus do, right? In a turquoise thinking, what would Jesus do? He would push that person out of the way to just so that person could survive and take the hit instead. That is exactly what turquoise thinking is like. And it's it's so, it's crazy to think about because I don't, like not a lot of, most people won't do that. They won't push someone out of their way. But if you do, you have a turquoise tendency. And I don't know if you'll ever have the time to tell the tale, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you did something totally selfless. And imagine a whole society like that. That's hard to imagine. A whole society just like acting not acting, but being like Jesus. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow right there. To answer the question, what would happen if someone did something bad in a turquoise society or was deemed as bad? The idea that we came to was 
uh, because of the yellow society that was just happened, that just happened and transcended into turquoise, there wouldn't be anything bad anymore. Uh, every choice and every decision was already made. Uh, and you know already what is good and bad. So what we came to a conclusion, it's kind of like moving away from the question altogether, but it's still answering the question is there's no, there's no good and bad anymore. They just know what to do. And it's just, it's right in front of them. They just have to do it. Mm. Would there be a situation where he wouldn't uh, jump in front of the car and, and sacrifice himself instead of the other person? Is there a situation where even if there was a bunch of Jesus around, Jesus, Jesus is <laughs> around. Uh, would there be a situation, I guess, where that wouldn't happen? Like this, this brings a question of this brings up the question of like whether or not there would be more important Jesuses, right? If there would be, like you would obviously want, uh, you you would obviously let the other one die for the sake of the entire world. See, that's interesting, but but I don't think so because. Um, everyone in a Turco society, everyone is completely equal. No one is better than anyone else. Um, and I imagine that there's no really, there's no real leaders because everyone has the capability of being a leader. So, um, what does, what does one leader have over the other? Because the thought already is that we're all already equal. So if we take that Jesus example again, and, there's stories of Jesus accepting all kinds of people, like, actually accepting everyone, a complete sinner, um, you know, a, uh, a harlot um, person with leprosy. He accepted it all and he treated all of them with as much love as he treated his disciples and apostles and his followers. So that's the craziest thing to think about, because um, for that to happen in the world that you have to. And it sounds it sounds a lot easier than it really is, but. Every single person you look at is another opportunity to love uh, instead of, you know, judging or or creating, uh, I don't know, a, a, some kind of wrong system. Because every single person you love, it's instant love right there. Or every single person you see is instant love because that's what turquoise society is. It's, it's a completeness with existence. And it's really hard to think about that. Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break? Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Okay, let's do it. Uh, we'll be back right after this. All right, and we're back. My cat's on my desk. Mm, nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about how in a turquoise world, there's just there's just selflessness and a real, a real sort of perfection that comes out of every single person. As Christians, we believe like Jesus is that. So there would be just a bunch of Jesuses walking around and uh, contributing the most to society. And everybody uh, in that sense would just be doing what was, uh, was a, I guess, a perfect, uh, a perfect act all the time. I think to, to bring it back to like the, the, whole, the whole story of the Bible and how uh, and, and what the significance was that Jesus brought was that he died and he didn't he didn't think twice about that sacrifice that he made because it was for the for the good of everybody apart from himself and that in the turquoise society everybody would have that sort of mentality which is so so foreign and so so weird to think because why would you do that 
like i don't know i want to get your view and and just to i know it's like it's hard because it's like because we're up we're people and we find value in ourselves and that's how we live but to say that when we can justify it our death is better than is better yeah. than yeah is, is better than our life and yeah one, it's like whoa what? dude that's yeah. fucking crazy that you just said that because I didn't realize that that's what, that's what turquoise society is like till just now. Um, if their death means something, then that's what they have to do. And that means if their death means something, then that death was better than their life altogether in a way. Uh, it, if we take Jesus, for example, he came to earth just to die on the cross. That was his, that was his main mission and he completed it. Uh, and he like like you said he didn't think twice about it i mean obviously in the bible there's the whole idea or not idea but they talked about him going to the garden uh trying to debate with god whether he could keep doing this or not but you know he ultimately he did do it and there was no like hesitation he could have just climbed off the cross and just walked away but he chose death for the better for the whole world uh and he took the burden of being the sacrificial lamb so that the whole world, whole world was cleansed from sin. And again, like that's what a turquoise society is. They are willing to do whatever it takes so that the whole world is better off, even if it means they have to die and that potential of them, you know, doing more things, it's completely gone. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and once that happens, there's no, and, and once you're kind of in that final moment, there's no doubt either. Because yeah. like we said, you, you're past the yellow society and the yellow society is all about knowledge and you know it all, like, you know, it all. <laughs> and yeah. just by just by uh, an understanding, you know that and you don't argue with the fact that, um, you know, it's the end. <laughs> and that's insane. Like, <laughs> the idea that Jesus was the epitome of a turquoise society, uh, this so I didn't really know how we were going to go about this episode, but um, I didn't really want to take it to this turn, but it's the only way we can explain turquoise society. But other than the Bible story, the Bible story is the only way we can really explain this. And I, my theory, I don't know if it's much of a theory, but my thought is um, God gave us, God wants us to be a turquoise society, to be like Jesus. And We've give, we've been given multiple opportunities to do this. The very first opportunity was Adam and Eve, and God gave us everything. You know, He He told Adam and Eve, "Do whatever you want to do in the garden. All you have to do is just not eat from that tree." And that was the the only rule. And we were content. We were happy. We knew what we we knew exactly what we needed to do. Uh, there was no competition. Everything was just done for us, and we just had to live and live for each other uh, and be selfless in every single way. But that one cancer cell that we brought up in the, in the body, which would be Adam and Eve deciding to take the fruit and eat it, that ruined everything for us. And we that opportunity to be in a turquoise society was just taken away because of that single cancer. I don't like that we're using cancer, but it's just it's just the uh, what do you call that the metaphor it's we're using. It's a nice parallel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is, but uh, it's just a harsh word. But anyways, um, yeah. So the idea, the thing about turquoise is the theory is that in the model, 
for a turquoise society to happen, we have to, it's going to take thousands and thousands of years being in the yellow society before we can finally move on to a turquoise society. And the thing about that is God has given us multiple opportunities, again with Adam and Eve, and then again with Jesus. He set down an example of how to live life. He literally showed us a movie of how to live, and yet we are still in tier one thinking. Isn't that fucking crazy that we haven't like pieced it together? And um, now I know that you're going to disagree with this, Francis, but in my opinion... I don't think we will ever get to a turquoise society, or not fully at least. Uh, mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, I think, I think since that in in this uh, in this in this model, that's the goal because it's like above every other society, and we can see how it is. Um, like we explained, like it's uh, it's it's utopian in a in a great ex- to a great extent which is like which is where everybody like all the stories all the stories that we've been telling about how fu- the future would be like i don't know why like this pops up in my mind like guardians of the galaxy pops up because it's just very high tech <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody's flying around uh and and everybody's doing stuff there's like goals that they have uh complications a big part of it because it's a story obviously there's complications um everybody wouldn't there would be no complications like everybody would be in their ships doing stuff mining but for a greater goal and they'd just be doing it and mm-hmm. uh and and that's like that's what the that's what the turquoise society that's what the turquoise society is saying and that's hard to picture because as we as we like progress um we're going to be f- further and further from each other and the divide might be harder to reconcile Mm. uh it's like it's like how the universe is expanding how are you going to if if the universe is expanding and so could human human humans right we go farther and farther uh than each other how would we organize everybody into this kind of turquoise society i think it's i think it's totally (laughs) possible as a as a hopeful thing because of how fast things could be getting and how um would you say that it's possible but improbable because that's what i'm saying i think so i think so okay yeah yeah like like a lot of things out there it they happened out of sheer luck things things just fell into place by some act of god and and we're at a better place because of it uh in some with some circumstances out there and and yeah, I think it, I think it could happen. Um, okay, real quick before you continue, though, I, I like you brought up the idea of utopia, and I just want to get into that uh, a little bit. My idea originally, originally before we start brainstorming this episode, my original idea of utopia, um, you know, was a stereotypical sci-fi. You know, we can teleport from one place to another, or uh, it's tra- traveling from planet to planet is just super easy. It's just like flying to another city. And uh, all that, you know, entertainment, um, like just having fun, enjoying life without any real consequences to anything. That was my original idea of utopia. But ever since we started talking about this turquoise society, I think um, all of our ideas of utopia sure seems like it seems great. 
But realistically, it's not what I, utopia was meant to be. I think because of the spiral dynamics, turquoise society is the best example of utopia that we can ever get. In a turquoise society, borders and countries no longer exist. Like we are unity. Because with borders and countries, it's one community versus another community. But Turquoise says we don't need that anymore because we are all in one. Uh, we just have to focus on each other. And um, this thing about utopias, I think the Bible, the Garden of Eden, was is the best utopia we could possibly get. And the only way we can really achieve that is if we, the whole planet, the whole planet has to do this. It was if we achieve a turquoise society. And I don't see any other way. It was easier with just two people. And they <laughs> kind of kind of did something. Kind of it would have been a lot easier just to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's, it's going to be harder now. But I think, uh, yeah, it's going to take some time. And I think like one of the discussions we had, which is a crazy discussion, uh, and like an idea about all of this, this model and everything, that goes along with it is that in order for you to get to that utopia, everything has to be rebuilt. And thinking about society like uh, this giant monolithic kind of structure that has all of its nooks and crannies and uh, bureaucracies and in intricacies, um, it it to an extent has a has a imperfect foundation. And when you have a structure like that and and that might be the like like only if this is our universe and this is where we live and that that i guess is like the plot of land that the structure lays on then all you can really do to make a better structure is to tear everything down and then lay a better foundation which is what the which is what the turquoise thing is like nobody's going to be nobody's going to want to become this this uh, perfect individual this perfect person because it requires you to sacrifice beyond what is economically or 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 i guess beyond what anybody would want to do but in order for us to reach that it has to be it has to be valid and it has to be justified and after all the years of uh toil and like s suffering and i guess uh after all we learn and and once we come to that point where we realize that that's the that's the best place to be, then all of this all of this stuff that we've built must come down so that we can really just uh, really just be all like perfect individuals, I guess. Yeah, and I just want to add on to that the thing, the difference between tier, uh, sorry, uh, yellow and turquoise. If we take that building analogy. Yellow thinking is, um, why is the walls like this? Why is why are the rooms like this? And they go, they go deeper and deeper and deeper until they realize that this whole building is built on a faulty foundation and we have to fix the foundation. Uh, they understand like why the foundation is like this. Do we have to move the building? Do we have to go here and there? Um, let's just say it's, it's totally fine. It's just the foundation itself. Yellow thinking is, yeah, it's the foundation. We have to fix this whole problem. And um, if we think of society today as the building, yellow wants to tear the building, or sorry, turquoise wants to tear the building down and build it from ground up. And the one problem that I think as humans is that we're prideful 
and we like we think of our history and our accomplishments as like the one of the greatest things and although like we've done great things in the past we have we've done so many things wrong and um our achievements have been built off of those wrong things and the things that we believe in now are built off of those imperfections so like if we talk about racism racism is just like that racism occurred because of that divide between us and them and we live in a society now where the consequences of that is occurring uh every single day uh, racism <laughs> and yeah. uh yellow thinking wants to tear that all down or and turquoise wants to tear that all down sorry and uh, rebuild it all together and i don't think as humans will either will either never make it there or we're just not ready for it right now yeah definitely i, th- I don't think i don't think this is gonna i don't think this is gonna come for a long time yeah uh, but but i think i think the fact that we have this conversation and the fact that you know it's it's uh it's got a name and it's got it, there's there's an idea of it and there's like this model that kind of that kind of makes it a possibility means that there's a possibility of it even if it's point zero, however many zeros, one percent, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm hopeful for it. And this might not even be the the perfect like model for what humanity is gonna be like in the end. I'm not sure what else it could be, but um, um in the spiral dynamics, they talk about another color after uh, turquoise, but they don't talk about it a lot. It's it's a coral. It's coral spiral dynamics. It's red after turquoise, but I don't, I don't know much about it because there's not a lot of information. And the thing about another thing about turquoise is it's a theory. So the thing about this theory is that there can possibly be a color between yellow and turquoise. We just don't know what it is. And the main thing about turquoise is that because it's a theory, it's never actually been observed other than Jesus. But Jesus is only one person, and all the other colors were observed by a society. Uh, Jesus himself is not; is just an individual. Okay, well, I think we can try and figure out what kinds of aspects uh, society in the present right now is, turquoise? I guess, showing. Yeah, showing turquoise. We're showing any any of the relevant, uh, the relevant colors. Well, the Bill of Rights is an example of turquoise. If there's a Bill of Rights. For all, every single country, which that itself is already flawed but countries, but uh, Bill of Rights for everyone on earth where everyone has the freedom of speech, freedom of beliefs and religion, uh, total freedom, then, then that's a step towards a turquoise society. Now, there's tons of countries, so many countries that already have this freedom of everything, freedom of speech and all that stuff. But imagine if the whole world... The whole world had this kind of freedom. Then that's a step towards turquoise society. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't think it's gonna happen for a long time. And that's I. It's, it sucks that it won't happen for a while. <laughs> it's 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 interesting to to think about too. Because what if one day you just decided that you were going to uh, try and try to as closely match what a turquoise society's ideal person would be Mm -hmm. and i i think i think i tried to reason out the fact that you'd be dead in a ditch somewhere by the second week or something because 
because it takes a lot of sacrifice and and with all the other tears up there uh with all the other tears up there thinking for themselves and with this one turquoise person trying to give of himself as much as he can then it's going to be like this guy gives himself to a point of just uh i don't know destruction and i guess that would be his goal or yeah that would be their goal to like to do and you know that kind of sucks but that's the reality at the present nobody's really figured out that that's uh if everybody does that at the same time things will be the best that they can be now i brought up a point also that that kind of confused me about the turquoise society one kind of beef i have with it like <laughs> okay if if everybody was giving of themselves as much as they could i guess that that uh that economic thing where you would have as much as you as much as possible it'd be kind of untrue because at that point it wouldn't be an oligopoly which is what the prisoner's dilemma and where if if you took from if you took from the whole everybody would have less that kind of idea that wouldn't be the case anymore because it would just be it would just be everybody and and nobody would have any real competitive advantage which is what an oligopoly really comes down to Every, one like only a few people having the most competitive advantage in a wait i guess it's not <laughs> well a- anyways like everybody would have kind of the same equal amount at the bare minimum of just what they need and in that sense how would we even uh be able to make like some gigantic things like that we need to uh, uh-huh. For example, if we'd want to advance society and go to different planets, I don't know if I don't know if in a turquoise society a SpaceX would even exist because how would he even organize that without having some sort of hierarchy and without having some sort of uh, you know more more capable people on the job because we'd all be equal and have to have like the same kind of thing. Uh, I think that will. I think after turquoise would transcend into. Uh, coral and that's i believe that's what we're kind of speaking on now is where turquoise if we follow the pattern goes from i we i yellow is i how can i better the world turquoise is how can we work as a unity as a unified front a coral would be i again and i believe that it would be how can i as in the the unity the earth how can (laughs) i advance um so I believe that's when space travel will exist. But I don't know. The thing about turquoise, it's that they're content. And if we use the uh, Garden of Eden as the utopia, why? I think the turquoise would believe that. Why would I want to leave this earth when I have everything I want right here? Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That brings up a good point, too. Like uh, the I, the we, the I, the we. That is. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because <laughs> then, cause then, yeah, turquoise to maybe I and I in the coral and having, having the, uh, having this uh, next 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 step to try and leave and try and you know populate other places to spread this this kind of uh, society and humanity somewhere else. Maybe that could exist in yellow. And maybe we don't need to be all, uh, all oh, interesting, right? That's mm. that's that's what I brought up too. Like, maybe yellow is where that's going to occur, and then once 
once we get around to turquoise we're around the universe and saying that and saying that we're kind of united mm. and everybody's working together right okay yes yes like maybe that's where i was thinking with the with the guardians of the galaxy thing Okay. <laughs> like everybody's like moving around and like we're existing on all these planets and you know everybody's got a job looking for treasure or what have you but everybody's doing it together <laughs> as a yeah as a united front that's yeah i get weird. what you're saying like uh, and that's the thing because turquoise since turquoise is just a theory there obviously there could be um something in between yellow and turquoise uh the one problem the one thing i will say about you know just sticking to that that your idea of like the yellow is i i think that yellow is um they're all about thinking you know they 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 think of the systems uh how can i fix this how can i better the world but then then that's when they move on to turquoise thinking where they finally once they understand all that uh then they can finally do it but you know it's Again, it's just a theory, so obviously there could be something in between there. You mentioned, you mentioned earlier, um, how can I become a turquoise person? And that's what you mentioned. And like, you know, you'd have to, if you go somewhere, if you try to be a turquoise person, you'd end up being a ditch in a ditch somewhere in like a week. Um, the 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 most hardest, the hardest part about trying to become a turquoise thinking is the forgetness, like uh, forgetting everything. You have to forget everything in order to take a step towards being a turquoise thinker uh because all the thoughts that we have now all the rules they're all flawed you'd have to understand the system first study the system then you can start working towards a you know becoming a turquoise person and this wasn't this wasn't my original message for this episode i had a totally totally another message um not paired to this but if I were to choose one, it'd be this. And if you want to become a turquoise thinker, again, you'd have to forget everything and pick up the Bible. Now, this is very um, hypocritical because I haven't read the full Bible yet. But if you want to become a turquoise thinker and understand it, you'd have to read the Bible and then especially look at uh, Jesus's story. And yeah, I don't know. Then you can start doing that. But it's that forgetting of everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It gives a good, uh, it gives a good framework for it. Mm-hmm. And then that got me thinking as well. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh, it's endless. Uh, so when you're trying to get to a turquoise society, and assuming that it's the very last thing that there is, and the fact that it's past yellow, which is all just knowledge, then that would mean like, like we were talking about before, how in in w- w- when i was trying to nap earlier today i couldn't because i was thinking too much and vince was like uh sometimes i just like to lay there with my thoughts and just let them <laughs> let them go and relax because of that and i feel happy because of that like, you know mm. like my dad says sometimes it's really funny that he says it is like he, he likes to tickle his mind i don't know what he says <laughs> but uh <laughs> but when when i i guess i'm assuming that's when you you know you're just relaxed with your thoughts and having having like good good kind of knowledge just like uh dance around in there uh i think instead of it having to be a forget like okay uh, trying to control like i do actually sometimes and and which is part of the reason that i couldn't go take a nap today 
uh, forget all the thoughts uh, that I've been having and like try and force them out of there. It'd be kind of like when you sit down or lie down and kind of have it happily just dance around in your head and just let the like, which is what meditation really is supposed to be like just having the thoughts kind of kind of come and go and not really and just just let it happen once you know everything and once you let that happen in your head just lie down and let it Mm -hmm. you just understand that understand what you need to do and what this model is saying is that what you need to do isn't about you at all it's about other people i feel like maybe maybe uh this model is like how can it even think that that's what my mind immediately goes to like how did you go through the through the process of having known everything and then uh come to the conclusion that once you knew everything and let it let it dance around in your head for a little bit come to the conclusion that this is the best option but at the same time i think that it's totally true within this model going you know ui ui and just having it having the pattern kind of live itself out that yes like Instead of it being just just me here, there's a bunch of people. The show I was watching earlier today was like, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. I don't know if you want to take that as as the concept of having more people is more important than having just just one person. Mm. And that one person can't do it alone. Then, yeah, we is so much better. And the best we, which is turquoise, is the best best. Uh, I want to add to that. I know you said that maybe forgetting isn't the best way and you know letting your mind let the thoughts go let, like let the thoughts come in and let it tickle your mind or whatever <laughs> uh to add on to that i think um another thing about turquoise is the you have to serve uh, once you have those thoughts let them tickle around um what you do with those thoughts those it's made to serve like you are made to serve and so whatever happens in your mind you can use it to your advantage to serve other people. And that's what turquoise is like. To be like Jesus, dude, that's going to be hard. Like to do that in our own lives, like we can all be turquoise thinkers to some extent, but to be exactly, not exactly, but to be like Jesus, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can't do that. You know, be so completely open and to love everybody, no matter how much they've wronged you or how much they slander you. Mm-hmm. And still love them because of, you know, the only way to create unity is love. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do to everyone. The fact that turquoise is like an epiphany moment and that right now we can't achieve it. Us still wanting to achieve it kind of kind of touches on the fact that like like what we said, I think, two, two, two things ago was that it's like it's like immunity. It's like a yeah. it's like an infinity. It's like a it's like an ideal. But. You try your best to get there without getting there because you don't have all the information. You don't have the yellow yet. Yeah. I love I love that you said that because that was my main the original main message of this episode for me. Um like although although I said like if I were to choose one to be the Bible story to do the Bible, uh if I were to pick for this one, my main message was like what you just said, our goal is to be the be the most immune as possible um but for me the problem was that is i don't think we'll ever get there but this whole turquoise conversation that we're having i i think it's a story of hope just like all the other stories we've talked about we have to in order to try to get to a turquoise society 
we have to hope that as a society we can make it there because without that hope to make it there um there is no there's no stepping stone we have to have that hope first um so that everyone else can follow along do you have any more thoughts uh yeah actually i want to go back to like that six percent that i had purple okay okay yeah (laughs) yeah i was (laughs) The cl- like what what it's saying on Wikipedia is like the clannish kin spirits, uh, you know, uh, mysticism and all that, and how it stems from, I guess, uh, your family unit being of utmost importance and having you kind of follow what your ancestors have been have been believing, so that there's that sort of continuity, and you know what that made me think about was family. And I learned that I have so much family the other day. Like I was telling you, I, I was telling you, like, like all I had to do was ask if my, uh, ask my parents if their, if their parents had siblings. All I had to do was ask that. Hey mom, did grandma or did grandma or grandpa have siblings? And that that just breaks it apart into, did my grandpa on my dad's side have siblings yes grandma on my dad's side yes grandpa on my mom's side yes grandma on my dad uh grandpa (laughs) on my mom's side yes so then all of these people they have siblings the tree go the tree gets bigger and bigger and next thing you know i have like a hundred cousins i don't know about uh yeah i don't know how i got to that like purple is uh maybe that maybe that kind of influenced my test taking and how i got purple to begin with was because i had a little bit of family that i was like that i never knew about and that kind of yeah. interested me yeah of so, course i think i think yeah like just to reiterate that on this kind of model you can be a bunch of things depending on your situation yeah maybe like during during your time on earth you're gonna try and become turquoise but at the same time you're gonna be like an instinctual animal and just want to be a beige for a minute and just scarf down some steak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that you okay. circle that in. That was nice. Um, this is totally off topic. No, like has nothing at all to do with what we just talked about. But it just came to mind when you brought up this idea that you might have hundreds and hundreds of cousins that <laughs> family members that you have no idea about. Um, I don't know how true this is, but this is what I this is what I heard. If you marry someone who has the same culture as you, who is, you know, if you're, if you marry a Filipino or Filipina and I marry a Filipino or whatever, the chances of that person being related to you is very, is actually very high. Uh, And you can be related to them (laughs) in like, um, you might have a, uh, an ancestor as early as two or three generations ago. That's, (laughs) That's, <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. It just came to mind because like, let's say that one day you'll meet uh, like this girl, this Filipina, right? And yeah. you, you guys follow the tree. Like, wait, this is your grandma's <laughs> mother's cousin? Or like, it's, it, I don't know. It's just interesting. <laughs> that happened on New Girl. Bringing it back to yeah, New it Girl. Did. Bringing it back to it our did. roots. <laughs> because that's a, that was a little bit too close because they were like actually cousins. They've been to the same family gatherings that's fucking weird but yeah <laughs> they ran out of that back cave, to our dude. roots yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right everybody we talked about a lot of things today mainly this thing called spiral dynamics and spiral dynamics is just this uh, ladder of colors that represent how society thinks 
Uh, it starts off with you just wanting to be a caveman, needing your basic necessities, and then it goes all the way to society as a whole, having known everything, just working for each other and not really caring about themselves. And what we compared that to, or who we compared that to, the icon is Jesus and how he straight up came into existence just to die and that in a turquoise society if that were the if you know the turquoise society even existed that would be everybody willing to you know die just for the fellow yeah servant sacrifice um and we talked about how uh going up and down this this uh this model spiral. of colors okay. yeah the, the yeah the spiral uh <laughs> we talked about how like what would need to be done in order for us to achieve achieve turquoise if if uh it was even the you know the top of the ladder if there was something in between we talked about the first and second tier how in this model um everything in the first tier is kind of is kind of trying to tame each other Everything mm-hmm. next in the tier is trying to tame each other. Whereas in the second tier, it's all saying that everything, everything in this spiral is is good information. Uh, we're not trying to tame it. We're trying to use it and we're trying to learn from it. We talked about how you could exist on all on, on a multiple of these at once, depending on where you are in life. And, you know, that's probably, I guess, now that I think about it, a reason against there being a turquoise society in the end because how Ooh. could we be a turquoise society 100% of the time is that even possible and to build on that to build on that the last one of the last things we said was that maybe right now assuming a turquoise society could exist how could we even achieve that at this point in society where we're probably at like you know orange or green or yeah orange or green we treat it like it's infinity like it's uh what we talked about two podcasts ago uh where it's immunity in a sense and how we think about immunity is that it's something that we have to try and achieve instead of something that we are like we're always trying to get there as as best as we can and that's how we achieve turquoise the jesus status yeah i think i covered everything there really fun thought experiment it was i love this thought experiment um I'm sure we'll do more down the line. I wasn't, to be honest, Francis, I didn't think we'd do thought experiments until season two, but this came along and we just got really excited about it. And there was no, there was no way we we're going to put this off for season two. There's no yeah, way. It was really yeah. crazy. The The planning session was insane. Yeah. I the, I had like a, like a spiritual moment. Like I was so connected to God when we were talking yeah, about this originally. I, I was like, this. wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think by the yeah. end, like I started out, uh, I think I ate something beforehand when we were planning it. <laughs> By the end, I think I was hungry just because of how much brain energy, how much carbs <laughs> my brain consumed that, that session. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to add something real quick to what you just all put out for what we learned today. The one thing I want to say is uh, this, again, it's just a model. You can have tendencies, like what Francis said, you can have tendencies in one model, I mean, one color over the other sometimes, and sometimes it might flip back and forth, but it's just a model. But ultimately, if you are really interested in this and you really believe that humanity is going in the right way or you think that you can do something about it or change it in any kind of way, this spiral dynamics is 
seriously life-changing and me personally it, w it changed my worldview altogether what I thought was utopia is not utopia at all um, I figured out what what it actually is like to be like Jesus in the Bible it doesn't really it talks about it but it's very um, they use parables and all that stuff to try to give you an image of it but spiral dynamics really gives you a definition of what it's like to think and act like Jesus and uh, again spiral dynamics will change your life because it's already changed for me I'm just an example of it so um, that being said thank you guys so much for listening and vibing with us on late night chill vibes I'm your host Vincent and I'm Francis and we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for listening we love you all yes we love you all <laughs>